0: This is the Wildcat Scoop podcast. Thanks to my daughter, Brielle Elena, for introducing my podcast. She uh, she begs me to do that every single week, so I figured that uh, I might as well let her do it since we're running out of basketball uh, podcasts in the foreseeable future, at least in terms of being related to games, and who knows? With the coronavirus going around, just saw that the NCAA has already backtracked on a statement they released a few hours ago, and now they're going to make the decision in the, the next couple of days. I, I don't see a world uh, where um, they cancel the tournament, but it it appears that empty arenas are... are probably an option. I I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, We'll find out. They really only have a few days to decide. So we'll see. Sounds like a fun time in the country. But that's a whole different topic because what we do know is that Arizona is facing Washington in a matter of 24 hours or so from the time of recording this podcast. And um, chosen to preview the game. There's really Only so much that we can say, discuss the first game when it happened. and the last podcast, I discussed the previous game, but um, it's an intriguing matchup because I've said all year, even when they weren't playing Arizona, that on paper, Washington is one of the better teams in the conference. I I think that uh, we kind of ignore that fact because of how the Huskies played this season. Um, I've said it before. I think it's really one of the worst coaching jobs that we've seen in the country, in terms of where the Huskies are. Uh, you have Isaiah Stewart and Jaden McDaniels, two guys that are locks to be first-round picks, uh, mixed in with Nazia Carter, Nazia Carter, sorry, who maybe not is an NBA player, but is a very legitimate college basketball player, uh, mixed in with some decent role players, and there's no excuse for the Huskies to be the 12th seed in the tournament. So naturally, because they're playing Arizona, they decided in the past week, week and a half or so, to finally, after all this time, hit their stride. And it wasn't just Arizona that they looked good against. They looked good against ASU as well, scoring 90 points Um, against Arizona. They were good, mostly for a half, um, but give credit to them for obviously winning the game. So we'll say that they played a a solid basketball game, even though a a closer rook reveals just a dominating first half and an average second half. And On paper, uh, Washington is actually a, a really difficult matchup for Arizona because Isaiah Stewart is going to basically cancel out Zeke or at least play as well as him, if not a little bit better because Isaiah Stewart is a very, very good basketball player. It's probably you know be him and Big O on USC are the only two big men in the conference that have the ability to do that. And really the country, uh, there's not a lot of big men that could probably do that. And then you have Jaden McDaniels, who because of his size is a very difficult matchup. Stone Gettings is not a very good defender. Josh Green is a solid defender, but he's small. So when Jaden McDaniels, I should say he's not small, but he's smaller than Jaden McDaniels. So when McDaniels gets going, uh, McDaniels is going to be able to shoot over the top of Josh Green. And really, Anybody on Arizona. You can't match him up with Ira Lee because that just can't happen. And so you're looking at a guy that's kind of a, and it's not just Arizona, but he's a, a mat, matchup nightmare for, for the Wildcats. But on the plus side, in terms of the matchups, um, ideally, Arizona clearly has the better point guard. Shooting guard is probably even. Um, you know, Stone Gettings isn't any worse than him, you're right. Uh, so it, it's generally uh, Arizona has advantages in other matchups as well the problem is how do you match up with Isaiah Stewart and Jada McDaniels Um, really in my opinion the key is Isaiah Stewart's going to get his Uh, he's he's just he's that good to me it's containing Jada McDaniels like if Jada McDaniels goes out and scores 12 points and grabs six rebounds whatever if he goes out and controls the game like he did at times in the previous matchup it's hard to beat Washington but it's always that third guy um, at Washington, even though Arizona won, it was Raekwon Battle. And Raquan Battle scored 14, 15 points. And was one of the main reasons why Washington was in that game. Like, it just couldn't miss. And then this past game, um, you had a guy like Elijah Hardy, who's not a very good basketball player, getting to the line nine times and really playing one of the best games of the season. When you're facing a team like Washington – you can't have a situation where uh, there's a third player that goes off. If Isaiah Stewart and Jaden McDaniels are going to get theirs, um, so be it. It's going to happen. But Arizona needs to make sure that a guy like Elijah Hardy or Raquan Battle or, I mean, even Sam Timmons scored when he had no business scoring. It's those guys that are going to win these games for Washington. And Washington isn't your typical 12 seed. It is a very legitimate team when it's playing well because of that paper talent that we mentioned earlier. And and so if they play well, they could very well beat Arizona. Uh, them beating Arizona at McHale wasn't a fluke. Uh, in terms of Arizona's approach or overall perspective, I, I think it's rather simple. With Washington playing the zone, there's no reason why Arizona shouldn't win the glass. Um it, It only won the glass by a few rebounds in the previous meeting. It should be more. Isaiah Stewart's a good rebounder. Uh, Jada McDaniels is okay. Um, But these guys have to attack the glass and make sure they win the glass. Number two, the turnovers were just ridiculous in the last meeting. The reason Arizona won at Washington was because it only turned the ball over 10 times. Uh, against Washington and McHale, it felt like they were turning the ball every couple times down court. I mean, it was just—it was ridiculous. They could barely dribble. It was a—it uh, was a bad look overall um, for the Arizona offense. And what happens is. Washington's defense, even when Washington was struggling, the the Huskies' defense has always been good. They've had off games here and there, but that's easily the most consistent part of their team. And so Arizona got down big to Washington, and that game is pretty much over because the Huskies are very difficult to come back against because of the style of offense and defense that they play. Arizona can't get down big in this game, or else it it won't be able to come back again. Um, The the Huskies are just—it's hard to do that again. Uh, In a close game, believe it or not, it probably favors Arizona a little bit uh, because of the free throw shooting and the the overall guard play. Uh, Arizona's guard play is better than Washington's. I think that is the clear advantage for the Wildcats. Um, Speaking of guards, to me, you know, we talk about Zeke and all that, and he's important. But I think Nico Mannion is by far the most important player in this game for Arizona. And the reason I see it say that is because Arizona needs some offensive consistency and efficiency against this Washington defense. The Huskies, again, with that zone, they can really defend. They can kind of get you in a rut. They can force you into bad shots. Uh, Nico Mannion needs to be more aggressive than he was in the second meeting. In the first meeting, he did a nice job of getting to the rim and making things happen, cutting in and out of that zone, and and really was effective in that area. In the last meeting, he didn't do any of that, Uh, wasn't aggressive, Got, you know, wasn't able to get to the rim. And and what happens is if a guy like Nico is able to get to the rim, that opens it up for everybody. And all of a sudden the Washington zone is collapsing a little more than normal and you're opening it up for the guards. Uh, Of course, playing against the zone that Washington plays, it's very, very difficult to win if your guards aren't hitting. Um, you know, I, I'm assuming, I don't know this for, for a fact yet, but I'm assuming Max Hazard is out, which means that it comes down to a guy like Jamal Baker. Like, Jamal Baker did not show in the last meeting against Washington, but he had 17 points in the first meeting. They don't need 17 points from Baker again, but they need him to show up. I mean, he was a complete non-factor in this meeting the past week. So the, the guard play has to be better uh, than it was. In addition, uh, a guy that's probably going to get the least attention of the starters, but might be one of the more important guys in this matchup, is Stone Gettings. Um, if you remember that Washington trip... Earlier in January, Stone Gettings was very good. He killed Washington State, who played his own, and he was very effective against Washington. In this past meeting, Stone Gettings is going to get that 12-foot jumper from the elbow whenever he wants. That's by design. That's what Washington is willing to give him. Well, in the first meeting, Stone Gettings was hitting, and there's nothing Washington could do, and it changed the entire game, and Arizona scored 75 points. In this last meeting, Gettings was unplayable. I mean, he only played 19 minutes because, like we mentioned before, he's not a very good defender. This is a very difficult defensive matchup. He's not athletic or good enough defensively to guard McDaniels, and he's not strong enough to guard Stewart. Hamir Wright would probably be the best matchup, but he doesn't necessarily play play a ton of minutes. And and so Stone Gettings is going to get that 12-foot jumper. If it's not hitting, it really, really hurts Arizona because, again, Washington will give Stone Gettings that shot. You have to take that shot if you're Stone, but if you're not hitting it, the purpose of Stone-Gettings decreases dramatically. And that's what we saw in the last meeting is, you know, Sean Miller eventually said, hey, I'm sorry, Stone. I, you, I've been playing you all year, but you can't play in this game. It, it's just not going to work because if that jump shot isn't, isn't hitting and you're not really that good of a defender, you know, we got to play guys that are valuable at least on one side of the court. And, and I like Stone-Gettings a ton. I'm not saying he's a bad player by any means, uh, but he was, he was bad against Washington. And, and Arizona needs him to be better. I know Arizona fans overall are, are down on the team, and and I completely get it. Um, with that being said, Arizona is favored by four points for a reason. When both teams are playing well, Arizona's the better team. Um, it absolutely is the better overall team. Washington is, is two very good players, and then a bunch of players. Uh, Arizona has overall more talent. Um, the issue, I said, is that when both teams are playing well. With Arizona you just don't know when both teams are going to, you know, you don't know when Arizona is showing up and it's become a a theme of every single podcast. And I could tell you why I think Arizona is going to win. I I do think Arizona is going to win, but if Arizona goes out and plays well in the first half or and plays crappy in the second or plays crappy in the first and well in the second, none of us are going to be surprised because it's what we're expecting. Um, And that's become the, the most consistent issue with Arizona is consistency and a lack thereof. It's that, When Arizona is able to put a complete game together, like if Arizona puts a complete game together against the Huskies, it is going to win that game. I'm very confident saying that. If it plays for a half against Washington, it's probably going to lose that game. It is really that simple. Um, The analysis doesn't necessarily need to go beyond that. It is very difficult this time of year to play half a game and get away with the win. So overall, you know, if Arizona is able to rebound the ball – and uh, and cuts down on the turnovers, they should be able to win this game. I think Arizona defensively is good enough to contain Washington. It's a matter of consistency and showing up offensively, making jump shots. Uh, Sean Miller said in his Tuesday press conference that they have emphasized shooting even more than they have this season. Uh, They've emphasized it more in the past week, and, and really this season it's been one of the major emphasis in practice, but it's been even more of an emphasis We'll see if it works. I don't know if you all of a sudden become a good shooting team, but the hope is that maybe Arizona is a little more confident, comes out, and, uh, and shoots the ball well. Um, either way, we will have a podcast after the game discussing the Washington matchup, and uh, hopefully if you're an Arizona fan discussing the matchup with USC, that would follow uh, that. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll have an announcement from the NCAA to discuss as well. Um, Once again, appreciate you for joining me, Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm senior editor Jason Shear, and uh, catch you later this week.